everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there is something a little wrong with all of us these days. You look at the generation that your great-grandfather came from, and they were a tough, no-bullshit generation. They didn't take time to see how they feel about shit. They had things to do. They had families to feed, typically starting at about age 12 or 13. I mean, goodness, my great-grandfather was a coal miner in Ireland, and... And this is family legend. I have no idea if it's real. I've never actually looked it up. But the rumor is, or not rumor, but I'd heard it, that he once spent a five-year period of his life without seeing the sun. Because you go in, you work seven days a week, you go into the mines, before the sun comes up, you come out after the sun goes down. It sounds unbelievable. It sounds like some sort of a prison thing, and yet it's a job that he did. And yet we have people that complain because it's a toxic environment that I work in because I live a gluten-free, sugar-free life and there's always donuts. You know, it's like people get over ourselves. I hate to use the term pussy because it's, you know, it, it usually denotes something beautiful. It's something that I think all, all people love. Most men, quite a few women. But you, we've become pussies as a society just because it's, it's sad to listen to. It's like the election that happened in, in 2016. People actually needed a safe place where they could play with Play-Doh and have hot cocoa. And I just, I can't help but think that the country died a little bit because we've become this I-can't-handle-it society. Take a look at how kids are raised. I won't even, got, I'm going to go into that more in the podcast, or in the, the second part, but... It really has become this sad little don't tell your kids no with a loud voice. Have a discussion with them. Don't spank your child. Never strike your child. And yet, all the people doing this were struck as children. And while you think, oh my God, I never got over it, you still never ended up in jail. You weren't a meth dealer. Unless, of course, you were a meth dealer. And I'm sure there's plenty of horror stories that, you know, somebody became a meth head and they were had their shit beat out of them. I'm not talking about that. If somebody abuses their kid, that's one thing. But if it's your kid did something wrong and you gave them a swat on the ass so that they understood that it was not something that was acceptable, guess what happens? You don't do it again. Who is that kid whose mom worked at the uh, American Embassy in Taiwan? This was back in probably, I'd say, the early 90s. And he was an American citizen, and he had a couple Taiwanese friends. And they took off on a Friday night, and they vandalized cars. They, they like, broke windows in about 50 cars. It really was a shitty spree. Now, law is, you commit vandalism, you get corporal punishment. For those who didn't go to Catholic school, corporal punishment is physical punishment. So the judge sentenced the three kids to, I think it was a dozen swats, or six swats, or something. It wasn't an outrageous number, but uh, he had the, th the other two boys, the Taiwanese citizens, not even a question. They got their swats. They were home that day. The American kid, it got drawn out into this huge political football, and the president doesn't care, and this is barbaric, and we should cut ties with this country, and It was ridiculous to hear the whining and bitching that went on about this. And in the end, he took the swats. Now, they do swats 
with a six-foot cane rattan stick. I've been hit with a two-foot rattan stick. Those suckers absorb no vibration whatsoever, so it cracks on your skin. I can only imagine the soft flesh to your ass, just welting, splitting. Anyway, he got his swats. He spent a day in the hospital for observation while they treated, you know, welts and split skin. And they interviewed him a couple months later, and he made this comment. I don't think it should be done, but it was the law in another country, and I broke the law. He said, so I stood the punishment. He said, but I will tell you this, I will never do it again. Am I wrong, or did that just solve the whole problem? What if you were to take a kid who got in trouble his first time, and there was some holy shit, you know, over-the-top barbaric punishment, what if it kept him off of a life of it? What if it kept him out of trouble? What if it kept him off meth? What if it kept him on the straight and narrow? Which seems to be a pretty empty road these days. Nobody follows the straight and narrow, with the exception of my children. However, it does seem like it's a bit of a... We think of ourselves as a better people, but really we aren't. We're kind of a weaker people. We're a weaker people that complain a lot and we're never happy and everything's horrible and it's always somebody else's fault. Nobody blames themselves anymore. But if you feel like it, go ahead and blame me. I don't care. It's like water off a duck's back for me. But anyway, this type of smart-ass view of other people's pain and unhappiness, everything rolled into one is what leads us to today's episode. And the winner is on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, I'm in my favorite forward listening post, which would be the Starbucks in downtown Manhattan Beach, California, right by the pier. Now, the object of my annoyance this morning is the lady at the next table, and she is announcing over the phone that she's so proud of her son, Tristan, who evidently graduated from uh, elementary school, and he received not one trophy, but two. He got one for participation, which nowadays means that he just showed up. It's not even an attendance record. It's just that he showed up some of the time. And the other one was most spirited. That's another one that in elementary school just means horseshit. And here's why it bugs me. Well, I, I tell you what, let me do a little backstory first. First off, I don't make my living as a male model. Don't have the height, the looks, the metrosexual vibe needed to look good in print. Here's why I write and do podcasts. The creative shit is where I make up on points. I had a friend of mine once tell me something that really stroked my ego, and to this day, I wonder if she was just blowing smoke up my ass. She became a huge fan of the blog back before it became the podcast. But her comment was, I was like that hot chick that didn't know she was hot. Now, that one could go 10 different ways. I chose to take it very positively. Compliments are a good thing, and then again, they're a bad thing. You know, it's nice to get on the pedestal every now and then. Just don't get comfortable. Stay on that pedestal too long, your head inflates, and then the bad stuff happens. 
You start shitting all over people, developing a sharp tongue. Maybe you start a podcast. Okay, that one hits a little close to home. So sometimes I just knock myself off the pedestal without anybody else's help. Kind of like a few seconds of daylight and then back to the coal mines. And if compliments are one of the end of the spectrum, then insults are the other end. You can disagree with me all you like, but I believe that insults have a recommended daily allowance as well. If you've got a yang, you got to have a yang. I got into a mini Facebook disagreement, which is so easy to do, it's frightening. But somebody posted a paragraph that basically said that no matter what, who, where you are, you're beautiful. Absolutely stunning, no matter what. I mean, this, the phrasing was something you would see on a meme on Facebook, on a poster on a 12-year-old girl's wall, or scribbled on a, a brown paper book cover from elementary school, if they still do that type, type of thing. Now, I made the comment that I disagreed, and some people are just ugly as sin. Good Lord. You would think I had shit the rug in front of Grandma. I mean, the argument was on, it was ugly. Now, aside from being a shitty, snide comment, I did actually mean it. I believe in being positive, but let's keep it within the realm of reality. It's like school nowadays. At graduation, everybody gets something. You can be a slug on a fucking rock and win an award at an elementary school graduation. And that is so wrong. Because it leads to people... I, I got a friend of mine whose kid... His wife is four foot eight. She's a little bitty pixie of a thing. Weighs about, I don't know, 75 pounds. Dad is 5'1". There's nobody on either side of that family that is over 5'5". Five five. So his son, who was kind of in the same realm that I grew up in, the lowest 10% of the lowest 10% of the growth chart, said he loves basketball. Dad put him in elementary school basketball, sent him to basketball camp. I, I believe the kid met Kobe Bryant once or twice. And it was just this, oh, you're going to be in the NBA, son. And he would tell his son this. I heard it. And then when it came to high school, kid couldn't get on the team. He couldn't make the team because he had been told he could do it, even though he didn't have the raw ability or the physical ability. And that's where his parents failed him. So I, I realize it's a hard thing to make somebody realize something. Think of what he could have been studying. He could have been playing the cello. He could have been studying physics. He could have been learning chess. He could have had a completely different path that he didn't end up being jaded and angry about basketball for the rest of his high school career. You know, he could have had the success that he could have had. And the reason I say it that way, the success that he could have had is because everybody has different successes. I didn't try out for the basketball team. I graduated high school at four foot 11. I, not a lot of pickup ball happened in my life, but that's okay. I wasn't wild about basketball to begin with. But I'm thankful I never told my parents that I, oh, you know, I would like to play basketball and that they didn't give me the false hope of telling me I'm gonna be the next Kobe Bryant. Jesus, you're gonna be a superstar kid. Because if you inflate someone's ego over something they have, they don't have coming, you fucked them. Now, I know the self-esteem theories are behind it all. I just disagree with them. 
Children raised without a solid understanding that winning something you have to work hard at and if not, you fail, grow up to believe that things must be given to them without achievement. You know, think back to the Occupy movement. It's pretty full of that kind of mental, that mental sludge. Because when a child is raised in this false view of how the world works all through school, they enter the workforce expecting the same societal handholding, and when that safety net's not there, some of them break. Mental emotional breaks like that can take a long time to recover from in some cases. By the way, the whole concept is not a psychological book. It's not something I read, it's an opinion. I happen to know a child family counselor, PhD in the whole nine yards, told me years ago that my theories on child rearing were potentially harmful. I later found out that his 15-year-old had been in rehab. Twice. Also used to cut himself. Also was a danger to others. Also, I mean, just the list went on and on. Now, my oldest has an amazing job. Married, bought a house. My youngest, in school, gonna be a teacher. So do me a favor, clutch your PhD in either hand, pucker up those lips, get them real massaged, and then bite my ass. Evidently, I'm not wrong. I'm golden and I know it all. Surprise, surprise. Now, I think the problem has to do with people waiting for other people to handle shit for them. You got an issue? Truly search your own head for your answer before you throw up your hands and hand the reins over to somebody else. Hard not to rave more right now without going political, going personal, name and names, the whole nine yards. And no, there's a lot of, of protesting and things going on that quite honestly, they lost sight of what political movement they were. And now there's a side of it that's just this ungodly money grab and another one that just wants to, to loot and, and steal. But I get the feeling that to be a political movement, you got to have a little more on the ball mentally to pull that off, which means they're just annoying. But hey, at least they got an award at the elementary school graduation, huh? Time for my coffee. Thank you for listening. I hope you liked today's episode. Do me a favor, and I need this from you. Share this on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Listen to more episodes. That's all I need, but it's a huge favor, and I would count it a personal. Thank you much. Hope you're having a great day. Bye-bye.